Hey everyone, I'm Keith Brooks. This is the first episode of You Brooks, a podcast about university admissions, career counseling, and uh, anything else I need to keep me occupied while we're still under lockdown in Toronto. I'm a guidance counselor at Trinity College School, a boarding school about an hour outside of Toronto, Canada. My first guest is a graduate of Trinity, Carly Cassay. Why am I interviewing Carly? Well, she did an amazing gap year, and I love gap years. Everyone should do a gap year, because a good gap year shouldn't mean that you're caked in Cheeto dust and an expert at World of Warcraft at the end of it. She's also an animator, and I wanted to learn more about that. Hope you enjoy it. All right, Carly, thank you so much for uh, for agreeing to do this. Um, My pleasure. Yeah. It's awesome. It's awesome. I'm hopefully, uh, you know, our students and parents will will get a chance to uh, take a, a real close look at this. But yeah, first to start off, obviously you're a graduate of of Trinity mm-hmm. College. So why don't you let me know, you know, when did you graduate? What house were you a part of? You know, all of that good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I started TCS in grade mm-hmm. six back in 2009. I graduated in 2016. A proud member of Rigby House. Um, and yeah, I loved it. I loved school. I Honestly, I was one of those jack of all trade students. I loved all my classes, loved yeah. the sports that they let me be a part of because I wasn't that athletic <laughs> and <laughs> music. Yeah, sure. I love it. It's great. Awesome. Well, okay. I think, you know, there is, there is a reason why I wanted to, you know, interview you in, in particular. So kind of getting, you know, set up for that, you know, really it's all about kind of the gap year that you took, um, you know, but before we get to that, uh, you know, tell me what you do. What are you, what are you studying right now? And yeah, where are so- you studying? Totally. I'm wrapping up my undergraduate degree at uh, OCAD University. So that's Ontario College of Art and Design University. Uh, I study integrated media with a specialty in animation. Um, And as of this upcoming fall, actually, it's going to be an official major at the school, which is super exciting. Okay. Awesome. Mm -hmm. I'm just just curious, like when you kind of pick that major in particular, did you kind of figure that out once you were inside of kind of the OCAD system or did you kind of apply directly uh, into that program? Yeah, I did. I did have interest in the animation specialty. So I did okay. apply school for that. Um, not that it'll be relevant later, but I could either choose the drawing and painting side of it or the integrated media side, you know, okay. film. And I, yeah. yeah. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Now, now look, I think, you know, um, again, you know, going back to the gap year kind of piece, or I understand something unique happened with you uh, after high school that I really wanted to talk about. So can you give me just a sense of like your background in terms of, you know, you're in high school, you're at TCS, what are you interested in? What confusion did you have? Because I I know that you opted for a gap year, but kind of what led up to that decision? Yeah, uh, it's crazy. So as I said before, um, I loved all the classes I was a part of. Um, I I was really a jack of all trades kind of person. I loved, you know, I liked my sciences. I loved my music, my art. Um, And I actually, it's funny. I have a bit of a story from grade 10. Class. I recall we had to create like a mock um, course selection for grade 11 and 12. Okay. Grade 12, I put, you know, law, politics, music, <laughs> French, like just a wide variety of things. Um, and sure. biology. And my guidance teacher at the time looked at the course selection and they didn't mean ill by this by any means, but they looked at it. Uh-huh. That looks great. But, you know, you can't go to school for science now. Right. And I freaked out. I was like, what do you mean? And they said, oh, well, you have to take at least two sciences. And sure. Here you stop. Yep. That freaked me out. Um, yeah. so changed my course load entirely. 
And it wasn't a bad thing, you know, because again, I still liked math and science, but I remember that early on, like, you know, there's a bit of a pressure or a stigma to pursue more math and science. I've yeah. um, and not, not from, you know, teachers personally, but you know, there's, there's the, I no, sometimes it's from teachers. Sometimes it's from teachers. Yeah, sure. And yeah. there's also just, you know, there's the pressure of that's a secure um, industry. That's a secure, you know, having a bachelor of science, you know, you can yeah. do anything. Um, so yeah, I, I had that for sure. And I was still again, interested in science. I wanted to go to UVic. I had like even my residence planned out in grade 10. Like I was so excited to okay. live that life. I, uh, did both um, in grade 10 and 11 for the mandatory like careers night, I met Joss Minor. Okay. Uh, she um, she uh, has her own studio in mm -hmm. Toronto, a lot of motion graphics kind of stuff. They do a okay. lot of like CBC. Um, they did the opening for Dragon's Den. They do a lot of cool animation like that. And I just always thought that was really cool because, you know, of course I still studied media arts throughout my time at TCS. And yeah, I just thought it was really cool. I picked her twice in a row for some reason. And I remember actually going into my grade 12 year, I emailed her like over the summer, August, 2015, I emailed her and I said, hi, like, you know, I saw you twice for careers night. I just think you have the coolest job. Um, and yeah, I just have some questions about it. You know, if you don't mind, uh, yeah. can I take you out to coffee or something? Can we talk about it? And she said, you know, why don't you actually just um, intern with me? Like, you know, why don't, after you graduate, why don't you like, come, like work for us for, okay. you know, you can get your questions answered there. And the more I progressed into the year, the more I just thought like, yeah, you know what, this really interests me, inspires me. Like, I really want to be a part of this. Yeah. Um, my parents were a little surprised because like, I was not a natural drawer. Like I didn't sure. have a sketchbook with me in high school. I didn't draw. And that's like, yeah. you think of when you think of animation, right? Sure. Um, but, you know, I had Miss Ironside as my art teacher then. And I remember parent-teacher interviews. I even, like, went in with my parents. And she said, oh, yeah, she could do that if she wants. Why not? Yeah, yeah. do it. So, you know, I tried to – I took grade 12 art finally. And then I think it was around March that it just hit me that, you know what? Like, I still have so much to learn. Um, I started looking into what kind of schools I would want to get into for animation. And their yeah. portfolios were, like, massive. And sure. Haunting, and it's like I need to learn how to draw if I want to do this yeah I decided to take the gap year and <laughs> yeah and it started with the internships um which were amazing and again this all started because I just emailed someone from my careers nights that's amazing so so just yeah. to be clear with that like you you reached out to her just I for did. the purpose of a coffee but no. so you didn't you didn't propose the internship she no she approached no, okay she, did. she wrote back to me you know for reaching out. I, I still have the email. She wrote kudos for reaching yeah. out. And uh, yeah, she invited me to like, yeah, we, we, still, we still did the coffee, you know, I asked yeah. her questions, but um, yeah, she said, you just need to get your foot in the door and just start looking around and see what interests you. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was amazing. That's amazing. So I'm, I don't know if you'd know the answer to this, but I just wonder like if she had ever gotten that sort of communication from a student before. It seems like in my just very limited experience, there's not a lot of students that are kind of reaching out to professionals at this age for, for coffees, let alone, you know, kind of internship opportunities. Did she ever speak to that? Like, you know, were there other students that were doing anything kind of similar? That's an interesting question. Um, well, first of all, she was, um, she was a TCS parent. Um, yeah. like her son was in my grade. 
Okay. Um, that made it a little less daunting for me to reach out. Um, Fair but enough. You know what I don't think um, a lot of people do? Yeah. Uh, this age, in all honesty, I feel like they feel, students feel they need to have more um, in their repertoire, a stronger portfolio, a stronger demo reel, whatever. Like I still have like my friends in fourth year that are just starting to reach out to people because they feel like they really to back them up. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, honestly, like getting those internships right away. I, I know, you know, it's just my yeah. opinion. getting the internships right away, being able to visit other studios and see what they do, see how they work. That just gave me more confidence early on in my undergrad career that, you know, I'm taking the right path, yeah. what I want to do. And it just gives me more confidence. Like even as I'm graduating in this like pandemic, it's like, you know what? I have work experience. Yeah. You know, I can find a job. Like I yeah, that's right. Your LinkedIn will look very different than, than someone who's just starting fresh with that. That's excellent. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, <clears throat> you know, I, I love gap years. We all, every guidance counselor at Trinity, like we love, we love gap years. Um, few of our students really take us up on them or, or take it seriously. And, you know, I think part of that is there's a perception among students, but also really parents that a gap year is, you know, really for getting better at, you know, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, and, you know, perfecting your Minecraft skills. So I just wanted, can you share, I know you had the internship, but can you share a bit of what, what that actually meant? Like, what did you do? um, You know, what did you do during that gap year at that internship? And um, yeah. And how, how was it beneficial to you? Yeah. um, Well, I'll just say right off the bat, my gap year was hard and a lot of it, honestly, I'm going to be brutally honest. It was not fun, but it was so worth it to get to where I have, like where I am right now. Um, so it started with the internships. I did that for most of the summer. I was at big studios and I was at another studio called industrial brothers. And I was like more of a coffee girl there, you know, the gopher photocopies, all that good stuff. Um, so I started there and then I was like, yes, this is what I want to do. Um, so I picked out all the schools I wanted to apply for in the spring and I'm like, okay, let's start building our portfolio. So really big high in the summer. And then as soon as September started, it was just so sad and crummy because all of my best friends of like seven years were like all gone. I didn't have my full like yeah. out schedule at TCS anymore. Like, you know, everything was on me. Um, I like sat in my room. Well, pardon me. I worked. I had uh, a yeah. job throughout the year. And then when I wasn't working, I was in my room just drawing and drawing and drawing and I spent my Saturday mornings, actually, funny enough, I got up like early. I took the first GO train out from Oshawa to Toronto and I did uh, drawing classes at OCAD. Um, some of them were awesome. like, like paid for classes and then others yeah. were like um, life drawing sessions. Like you just, okay. yeah. Um, and I, OCAD was not on my radar at the time. So I just think that's hilarious now, but yeah. so, I spent the whole time working and, you know, my parents would never let me just sit on my sure. bed. Like the whole year, yeah. like they both actually took gap years, years off. Like they, they understand how it can be beneficial. Okay. But um, yeah, no, I worked like, and that's another thing too, is like all my friends are off pursuing their, you know, their dreams, their undergrad degrees. Yeah. So also after living such a busy, fulfilling life at TCS, like I personally felt very guilty just like sitting, you know, at home doing nothing sure. um, to work towards what I wanted to do. So I did. And yeah, it was isolating, but it was what it was. It was worth it. Um, and yeah. Good. Awesome. 
Mm-hmm. All right. So that's okay. That's really helpful. If you don't mind, I kind of wanted to pivot just to asking some, you know, particular questions about animation. So about a couple students that are, you know, that are interested in animation even right now. Um, but yeah, could you talk to me just about animation? Like, what is it? And, you know, what's like a typical, what's a typical day in the life of an animator? That is, or an off, animation student. Exciting that there's interest at the school. That's really, yeah. um, well, that's kind of like asking, like, you know, what's the day in a life at like any job? Like there's so many different um, positions, facets, departments, Um, you know, like I actually, um, when I worked in a studio second year, I actually got um, a job. I had an eight month contract um, at a studio. Um, Another one of Joss's little Blackstone. I was actually a production coordinator, um, which is what I now know I want to pursue. I want to do production coordinating. Okay eventually be a producer um, because that person is like the middleman in it all. They get to see the whole, they get to see all the departments, which is just really cool. And I get to help troubleshoot and help like move the whole project vision along, which I just think is so fulfilling. Um, But yeah, like you could be, you could be an animator. So that's the person in the middle of the production that, you know, sits down at their desk and, you know, 2d, 3d stop motion, they're animating, they're moving the puppets on the screen um and then the, but there's like there's pre-production which is anything from script and story to character design set design um layout artist they actually like create the frames that where the camera's going to sit where the set props puppets are going to sit before it moves on to animation and then there's post-production that's editing lighting um if it's a 3d production, they render out, they export the animations, the render wranglers, and they see if there's like any discrepancies, any like weird, like elbow pops in the middle of the shot or something like that. Sure. There are so many different um, things to do. Um, and that's yeah. in a traditional classic studio space. Um, you know, there's freelance work, there's video games, which I know not a lot about, but it's just mind blowing how much that industry and VR is growing. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Awesome. Now, mm. um, do you have a sense, like, I don't know if they talk about this um, program that you're in, but, you know, just kind of the nuts and bolts, do you have kind of a sense of the field just in terms of kind of job growth and, and prospects? I, you know, I know it's kind of hard to forecast those things. And, and even just yeah. in terms of like, I'm sure that the salary ranges for the career are quite, you know, they're quite divergent, but what would that be it looking is. at if, if a student was, you know, looking at animation from that angle? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Um, so like I said, there's like, like um, animation is just an umbrella term. There's so many yeah. different industries, jobs, people. Um, Canada is doing great in terms of animation. Um, yeah. They consider like Toronto, Paris, and then like, you know, California, like those are really big animation hubs. So Canada okay. is nice to be, um, you know, there, you can start, like there are junior jobs animator, coordinator, they'll pay, you know, maybe 40 grand a year, 40, 50 grand. But then I know like 3D riggers that make 90 grand a year. Um, I know directors that make over a hundred K a year producers. It it does really range just depending on the project, the job, your experience level. Um, Yeah. The bottom work your way up. Yeah. um, Yeah. In terms of job growth, it's crazy, you know, during the pandemic like animation has not slowed down in the slightest everyone just works from home right oh you know, everyone's binge watching every 
now. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Some content more than ever. Um, you know, I have friends that graduated from music degrees and they can't play the local bars anymore. So yeah. they're all making music videos, lyric videos. Like I've even done a couple of commission works for people for those sorts of things. So interesting. Okay. It's honestly, I would argue that a bachelor of fine arts in this sort of medium um, yeah. can do way more with it than a lot of other degrees. I'm not going to point fingers. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. Fair enough. There's way more work than people know about. And I'm so excited to be a part of it. That's great. I would, I'm just curious what, you know, what's a project that you've worked on that you're, that you're most excited about so far? Yeah, it could be something definitely. that you're currently working on or even something that you've done in the past. So, um, yeah, as I was mentioning earlier, um, I, I'll, I'll mention two projects quickly. Um, going into my second year of, uh, of my degree, I emailed Joss just, you know, because we, we keep in touch. And I let her know how my first year went. And I'm really happy in Toronto. I'm happy I decided to go to OCAD. Um, and she emailed back and she's like, that's amazing. Actually, um, do you have a summer job yet? Because I have uh, this project. I'd love you to be a production coordinator on. And okay. like, okay, cool. Thinking in the back of my head, I have no idea what a production coordinator is. Let's go. Right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I was at her studio, Little Blackstone. Um, you might know like the, the toy brand, Little Tykes. Like okay. Yeah. Stuff. Uh, yeah. They launched a line of action figures. Uh, it was three years ago now. They launched a line of action figures. So to promote it, we made a 3D kids like webisode series on YouTube. And it was okay. builders. It was so much fun to be a part of that. Learned so much about just like the 3D production pipeline. And then, yeah, I'm currently working on my thesis film. Yeah. Uh, we call it Capstone for yeah. my first year. Um, and it can be whatever we want. So I chose stop motion and I could go on and on about why I love stop motion um, yeah. and puppets. I actually wrote my third year academic paper on Sesame Street. So how much time yeah. do you <laughs> but um, no, for, for my, uh, yeah, my thesis final, I'm actually have the set in my room um, because I don't have access to a stop motion studio anymore. So like I rented out the camera and the fancy LED lights. Okay. And, um, yeah, I'm almost done production. It's called Family in Pieces and it's a bit of a complicated storyline, but it's, um, it's, it's about family and grief and um, sure. you know, living, wanting to live in the past but, you know, there's opportunity ahead of you and the future is calling to you. Other people are reaching out to you. Um, and I built my puppet. I don't know if you can like see her. I promise oh, yeah. she's creepy. <laughs> but That's amazing. I built her over the summer. And because I didn't have access to like my wood shop, metal shop, plastic, yeah. anything like that at school, I, uh, I cut apart Barbie dolls, <laughs> <laughs> nut and bolt joints, um, sure. ball joints in her shoulders. And, uh, yeah. So I, that's, that's my puppet anyway. And that's awesome. I mean, yeah, that's great. I love it. So much fun. And okay. I hope like my signature piece, but we'll see. <laughs> um, now I'm curious about, you know, now that you're kind of an insider, like you've got some specific, you know, we're giving kind of generic advice to students and, you know, students are looking at applying to colleges and universities through the lens of, you know, proximity to home or, you know, personal mm -hmm. interests or things like that, you know, and for a number of them, they're not even going to know if they're even applying for animation, whether that's even going to be a good fit, but assuming that they did and, you know, you were giving specific advice just as kind of an animator in training, where, where would you recommend, like what schools or programs 
um, would you kind of recommend, um, you know, and, and I'm assuming you'll recommend OCAD. It's okay if you don't, uh, but even just schools kind of beyond, uh, you know, the GTA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it definitely depends on uh, what kind of um, what kind of student you are, what exactly you want to pursue. Um, because initially, I actually wanted to get into Sheridan College in Oakville. Right. It's the animation school. That's where like all the people graduated and then created Pixar. Like right. it is huge. It is huge. Yeah. It is huge. Um, so that's what I tried to apply for. And the, that's what I spent my whole year doing for the daunting portfolio. Mm-hmm. And or not, after not drawing for all that long, I did not make the top 11 percentile. Yeah. But that's, that's a great school to go to. Um, I would um, say. Yeah, that- I've, I've heard that students like, I don't think students appreciate. I've heard that the admit rate for that program in particular, it's like the Ivy oh. League for the U.S. Oh, it's, it's just yeah. it's outrageous. It's yeah, it's crazy. It's absolutely. Yeah. My friends and I joke because honestly, the whole the reason my friends and I are at OCAD is because we didn't make it into Sheridan. Sure, sure. But, um, I loved. I really loved my experience at OCAD. I wouldn't change it. Number one, it is right downtown Toronto. So you know, I used to go to the AGO, the Art Gallery of Ontario, like every week. Um, my studio was there. I could walk to, to work and still like do a class a week at school. Like when I did my, yeah. my check, I was still like a part-time student. Um, yeah. Galleries, theaters work like Toronto is like the place to be for animation and art in general. So I've loved that. But also at OCAD, um, again, it wasn't a proper major. It was a specialization when I was there. Um, so you were just allowed to you were given the opportunity to do whatever you wanted, whatever you really wanted to pursue, because we have outstanding faculty. So if you reached out to them and said, hey, I really want to focus on this, you were allowed to do so. Um, there's a lot more exploration at OCAD. Um, I've had coffees with producers. I, I met with one of my producers last year, January, before COVID. And she was telling me about how when you look at like an OCAD portfolio or Seneca portfolio up at uh, York University, yep. a Sheridan one, um, while Sheridan is like outstanding, uh, all their demo reels look the same because when you go to Sheridan and you pick out what you want to do, that's kind of all you do for the four years. You're really like a cog, okay. like the big machine, which is still great by all means. Like, you know, we need those, we need that talent. Yeah. But it's a lot more of like independent um, problem solving and like the big picture stuff. Like we're the ones that create like the cooler stories um, and we, we do all of it. We don't just do, you know, the drawing or the post-production, like we do it start to finish my capstone I've done since last year, July. Um, okay. so I'd recommend OCAD for that. I'd recommend, I've, I've heard a lot of great things about Seneca at York, um, and Emily Carr. I did not know until this year, actually, that they have an animation program okay. um, last with them last week where we compared our work and their work is outstanding. Okay. Um, good to know. Yeah. And um, Vancouver film as well, but they're very expensive for one year. So. Right. Okay. 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 Good to know. Um, All right. So I'm just wondering if let's say there's a student that's, that's thinking about animation or at the very least right now is intrigued in animation, sorry, intrigued about it. I don't know. Looking back upon what you did, um, you know, hindsight's always 2020. Uh, What would you recommend for them to do or to pay attention to? Um, something that I'm still working on is uh, draw every day, just okay. like other 
you know, thing you're passionate about, you have to work on it every day. You have to accumulate all those hours because that's the only way you're going to get better. So draw every day. And um, honestly, yeah, just really, really dive into it and have fun. You know, like as soon as I met Joss and I went to a few studios, you know, I added people on LinkedIn right away. I joined all the Facebook groups for like women drawn together Toronto. Um, You know, everyone is so excited. Everyone's yeah, everyone's really excited and they want to help you in your dream because there's just so much you can do in animation and it's art and it's fun. Um, So, so even if, you know, I didn't have a lot of experience going in, but people still welcomed me with open arms. So like, don't be afraid to like, you know, go to all the like conventions and, you know, the events at your school for that person that's going to come in and talk about the studio they work out, work at, Um, you know, cause that's another thing too about animation is it's a lot more networking and um, connecting to others more than anything, honestly. Um, you know, I was wrapping up my contract with Kingdom Builders and my producer asked me if I wanted to take on another contract to stay for season two. And I said, you know, thanks, but I want to finish my undergrad. And she said, yeah, that's fair. But you know what? Like, honestly, I could care less about what school you went to. If you have the talent and the work experience, yeah. which you do and like the work ethic, then, you know, that's what I care about most there are more people than you think that are actually self-taught in my industry, hmm. you know? Interesting. Um, yeah. So honestly, you can do anything. You just have to, you just have to have the passion and the drive and the want to do it. Okay. And that's, that's what got me through my gap year, honestly. So and I guess, at, I guess at a certain point in animation, like the, the importance of the degree recedes in the background and it becomes really the portfolio and the body of work that you've created. Totally. Okay. I mean, don't get me wrong. School's still, in yeah. my, you know, yeah. it's a, it depends on who you are. I mean, you know, like I've had years of animation fundamental work where I, you know, learn my theory with the bouncing ball and the waving flag, like just doing those exercises over and over again, because then you understand the principles of animation, you know, timing and pacing, easing into an action, you know, um, all that good stuff. Again, sure. I can't talk about that for forever. So, okay. <laughs> now I've, you've talked about this a little bit so far, but I've heard that, um, you know, contacts are everything for a career mm-hmm. in, in the fine arts. And, you know, just wondering if you found that to be the case and, um, you know, what advice would you have for students just about networking? Cause I think, I think our students and just, you know, young folks in general, actually, well, everyone struggles with it a little bit. It feels a little greasy uh, yeah. sometimes, but, you know, yeah. So have you found that to be the case, the importance of networking and then kind of any tips just for networking that, uh, that you used and have found to be helpful? Yeah. Um, honestly, here's like one really big thing that I want to say um, to the students is that, you know, if you're if you're at TCS right now and you're looking at, you know, what's next um, and you're anxious about it, you're you're capable of whatever you want to do, whatever comes your way. You're capable because I've got this out a little cheesy, but you went to TCS like you understand what time management is. You understand what work ethic is, um, you know, balance everything all at once. I can't believe the amount of things we all used to do at TCS. Um, yeah, yeah. Whatever like comes your way, like you're capable. Um, so, you know, if you, if you start something and you realize it's not for you or you need to take some time and reflect and figure out what you want to do, like that's totally fine. It is not at all a race. I know you've heard a lot of people say that, but like it really isn't. Um, and again, this whole thing, the reason I am sitting in my apartment in Toronto right now is because I, just reached out to Joss 
even before grade 12 started. I just emailed her and said, yeah. I think what you do is really cool. I do like some Photoshop work. I do some film work from my like two media arts classes. I have questions for you. That, that's all it was. And um, that's what got me started on this whole thing. So yeah, don't be afraid to reach out. If someone received an email from, you know, a young person, a student that said, hey, I think you're amazing. Can I ask you questions? Like, of course they're going to respond. Yeah. Who wouldn't? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, yeah. I think I think students don't fully appreciate that as like, you know, when you hate your working life, no one really asks you about your career or very few young people do. Um, totally. Just parents here that have fascinating careers, but, you know, their their kids are just disinterested uh, in it. So, yeah, I, I agree with that totally that I think that mm-hmm. expressing the interest, people will bend over backwards to help. Just no one's asking. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Last question for you. So you yes. already kind of answered this uh, a little bit. But, you know, I'm trying to, I want to have our students have a bias towards action. So if you have an idea, you know, what's something that you could do, you know, even in the next week, just to, you know, test out whether, okay, like, is this something going to be a good fit? You know, is this a door that I want to open up? Um, so, you know, we've talked a little bit about networking, but is yeah. anything else for animation, just even this student that doesn't even have the background um, huh. in this, just like, this sounds amazing. Um anything you think they could do over the next kind of couple of weeks just to do a couple, couple of things to see, okay, is this gonna, does this excite me? That's a really cool question. Um, so, so I had the careers nights as a turning point. Yeah. Another turning point for me, honestly, was in grade 11, I watched a random documentary on Netflix. I don't think this specific one is still there anymore. I okay. think it was called, but it was a documentary on Pixar behind the scenes at Pixar and what. Yeah. They- okay. Yeah. And I remember seeing this one clip of a guy riding a razor scooter down the hallway. And I was like, okay, I, I got to work there. That is so sure. freaking cool. Um, so I think I would encourage people if they're interested in animation to, yeah, just start, start Googling, start going on YouTube, watching behind the scenes, see how they make things. If you looked up Laika Studios, L-A-I-K-A, it's a stop okay. Yep. Your mind will be blown with the amount of intricate work they do in a day, in an hour to get even like a few seconds of animation. It is just, okay. um, so yeah, I think I would encourage that. I don't know if a lot of students have iPads yep. Um, yep. at school now. Um, like all my friends work on iPads. Oh, um, interesting. Okay. They use Procreate for like a drawing application. Okay. It's a free version. Just draw, have fun, draw every day. Um, and yeah, start to... Um, just look at different studios and the kind of work they do and what might interest you. Great. All right, Carly, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for, uh, thank you so much for your time. I really do appreciate it. Oh my gosh. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. All right. Cheers.